0: Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit originating from the folklore of the Northern Algonquin Indians, a cannibalistic giant, a person who has been transformed into a monster by the consumption of human flesh. Wendigo loosely translates to evil that devours. They are compulsive man eaters and are said to have breath like burnt flesh. It has also become a stock horror character, much like the vampire, werewolf, or zombie although these fictional depictions often do not bear much resemblance to the original mythology. In modern psychiatry, the Wendigo lends its name to a form of psychosis known as Wendigo psychosis, which is characterized by symptoms such as an intense craving for human flesh and an intense fear of becoming a cannibal. Due to the disturbing nature of this content, viewer discretion is advised. If you like your stories full of intrigue, who done it, and unexplained true horror, then you made it. True Horror Podcast is all that. Pull up your bed covers, turn off the light, and get ready to hear the bizarre, the mortifying, and supernatural tales where you decide if there's truth in what you hear. The Wendigo is a terrifying beast, standing at about 12 feet tall, with long limbs, and are extremely thin because they are always hungry. They appear gaunt and have pale green skin, incredibly thin that their bones are visible, a symbol of their unquenchable thirst. Most have no hair at all, but those that dwell in extremely cold climates can sometimes be found with snow-white, gore-stained fur or matted bloody hair. Its mouth is filled with sharp, yellowed fangs, and its hands and feet end in razor-like nails. They are humanoid and are equipped with sharp claws used to rip prey to shreds. They have large eyes that are full moons that illuminate only the things it sees, with sharp rows of yellow crooked teeth that allow the wendigo to grind bone and flesh." The Wendigo's lips are flecked with blood and their long tongues are a disgusting dark blue. The lore on this beast is enormously diverse, all of which emphasize its size. The Wendigo is so big that the human mind is unable to fully comprehend it, and the beast's sheer size is enough to make the human heart stop. The Wendigo is a hideous, repulsive beast. Its gigantic mouth is so great that it devoured its own lips. Although vaguely human in appearance, it is nonetheless what most would call terribly deformed. Its enormous eyes are white and protuberant, like an owl's, although some say that the eyes are pushed deep into the sockets, and all that one can see is the terrible yellow glow. They are far larger than human eyes, and are said to roll back in its head. The Wendigo is a purely anthropomorphous beast, Hungering for Human Flesh Wendigos were once human, but after being forced to eat human flesh to survive, they became supernatural monsters that retain little human features they once possessed. After their transformation, they begin to crave human flesh and feed solely on it. It will go to any lengths to procure its food, no matter the risk or possibility of injury. The Wendigo is known to have its preferences, the sweet fat of children, the soft skin of women, the coarse muscles of men, especially warriors and hunters, or the brittle bones of the elderly. In preparation for long winters, when few travelers are out and about, the Wendigo will stash away large pots filled to the rim with human remains in the highest tree branches. On rare occasions, it will take humans alive and hide them away in its lair, allowing the beast to feed whenever it wants. The Wendigo is more intelligent than many humans and thus understands the value of storing and saving its food. However, it will only resort to this when food is scarce and it becomes desperate. Although their name is described as an evil spirit, it is technically a monster and places it in the same classification as vampires and werewolves. The Wendigo has been known to enter cabins and other dwellings, unlocking them from the outside and slaughtering the inhabitants, then proceeding to convert the cavern into its own lair. The Wendigo tends to hibernate for long periods, ranging in length from a few months to years at a time. Once they awaken, they go into a feeding frenzy, and after having eaten enough humans, it retreats to its lair and falls back into hibernation once again. At the same time, Wendigos are embodiments of gluttony, greed and excess, never satisfied after killing and consuming one person. They are constantly searching for new victims. It is also common that Wendigos just capture humans to hoard their food and then eat when hungry. Since the Wendigo constantly hungers for human flesh, it wreaks destruction in its purest of its chosen prey. It crashes through the forests, all the while uprooting trees, causing game animals to stampede, and causing whirlwinds. The monster is often thought to be the cause of ice storms, tornadoes, and violent winds. All of these weather-related phenomena are believed to signal the Wendigo's presence. When the Wendigo hunts, it stalks the victim for long periods. The chosen victim only has a dreadful feeling of being followed. However, the wendigo has a sadistic streak. It prefers to terrify its victims before moving in for the kill. When it has had enough of stalking the victim, it lets out a growl or a shriek, which resonates through the forest and terrifies the beast's prey. They panic, firing weapons haphazardly into the bush as the dense forest closes in on them. Eventually the intended victim succumbs to insanity, running wildly into the forest with abandon. In such a state, they are easy prey for the Wendigo. Wendigos are mostly seen in cold or freezing climates, giving birth to the many tales of Wendigos spotted in the northern parts of America and Canada. They are hundreds of years old and they also have hibernation behaviour during the long cold winters they must survive, meaning they must hoard food if it is scarce. In addition, they keep their victims in dark and isolated places such as caves or abandoned mines. The Wendigo inhabits the forests of the Great Lakes and Canada. The dreaded Wendigo king lives near the Wendigo River in Quebec. It's thought to be the Wendigo capital of the world because so many sightings and incidents have taken place there and it attracted Wendigos originally because it used to be tribal grounds with many Native American settlements scattered throughout the area. Most caves, gullies and canyons in central Canada will provide shelter for the Wendigo. The Wendigo's territory is vast, stretching from the Canadian Rockies and the Arctic Circle in the north to the Great Lakes region and the Dakotas. It reigns supreme across the whole of Canada. When a human first eats human flesh, they start out mostly human in appearance and then their eyes change in red or white colour and teeth configuration are the only difference during a shift. Eventually, as they continue to eat more and more flesh, when they shift into their monster forms, they grow short, snow-white fur over their body. Their teeth develop into needle-like fangs, their eyes turn yellow and appear to glow, their ears elongate and their nails grow into long, curved claws, which they often use in fights. Wendigos also have a distinctive brow ridge that curves downward in a half U shape at the outer ends of their brows before smoothly transitioning with the rest of their heads. Unlike many monsters whose voice remains unchanged or becomes deeper when they change appearance, Wendigos gain a higher pitched voice and over time, the Wendigo evolves into their true monstrous form. Wendigos are excellent hunters either during the day or at night. They are unbelievably better hunters at night though. There are few possibilities to defeat a Wendigo during the day, but it is next to impossible to defeat them at night, since it is their favourite period to hunt. Also despite being animal-like, Wendigos are intelligent, as intelligent as humans or maybe even more intelligent, thus making them even more dangerous. The Wendigo is a supernatural entity of enormous power, the embodiment of insatiable hunger, gluttony, unbridled evil, and a savage predator. Befitting its bestial nature, the Wendigo possesses supernatural strength, speed, endurance, and senses. The Wendigo thrives in even the harshest climates immune to cold extremities. Wendigos are exceptionally strong, even by monster terms, and grow incredibly stronger as the full moon approaches. They can tear humans apart limb from limb without effort, snap necks and carry two people at once and even drag them up a tree with ease. Wendigos have limitless physical strength, especially in direct sunlight. In terms of what they can do, they can easily overpower and kill humans, Bend and break reinforced steel, crushed wood panels, lift heavy objects, destroy large structures and level whole cities. Wendigo's strength increases with age, meaning the older a Wendigo grows, the stronger he or she becomes. Wendigos possess remarkable inhuman speed and reflexes, enough to move so quickly from one place to another in under three seconds that they are able to outrun all of their chosen prey and they cannot be seen by the human eye. Wendigos can jump from tree to tree without being deterred by the foliage. The Wendigo has a man's intelligence and is cunning as well as the predatory instincts of an animal. It is mystically attuned to every single tree, bush, rock, hill or cave within its territory, which can be considerably vast. The Wendigo uses this advantage to stalk its victims for hours on end never being seen or heard unless the monster chooses to reveal itself by means of a growl or a shriek. There is no way to hide from the Wendigo, and it will not stop hunting until the victim's broken, mutilated body lies at its clawed feet. All Wendigos possess a genius-level intellect. Under a yellow sun, this power is amplified hundreds of times beyond those of human beings. Similarly, or superior to computers and are able to make immensely fast calculations and multitask at alarming rates. Wendy goes while in super speed mode can see everything because their perception is greatly enhanced. They could even crash into every building or object they come into contact with. Besides sheer strength and animalistic ferocity, the Wendigo is armed with a formidable array of weaponry, its giant dreaded claws and fangs both of which they use to hunt or attack. These nails are designed for ripping through flesh with the slightest touch and one swipe from the Wendigo's powerful claws can disembowel or decapitate a human. The beast's mouth is filled with long needle sharp fangs made for slicing through flesh and sinew as well as for breaking bones. The Wendigo's fangs can easily puncture a human skull. A Wendigo's cells emit an aura of unbreakable solar energy that results in them almost being immune to bodily injuries. Because of this, Wendigos are resistant to all forms of physical damage. They can withstand the highest and lowest temperatures without sustaining any damage. As such, not even the strongest of humans can hurt them. Wendigos are immune to all earthly diseases and viruses. A Wendigo's constant absorption of solar energy delays cell deterioration. As such, provided they are under a yellow sun, Wendigos are functionally immortal and would live forever. The older they are, the more powerful they become. Wendigos can heal and regenerate instantly from any wound that is not caused by fire or by a magical weapon. Wendigos are able to detect feelings of love in humans, often drawing them in to devour these people. The Wendigo can see clearly in total darkness and it may have some kind of infrared vision, enabling it to see its prey by detecting its bodily heat emanations. Once the Wendigo has its prey scent, it is able to follow it swiftly and precisely, no matter how far away the victim may be. Its hearing is so keen that it can hear the pounding of its fear-filled victim's heart, which causes the beast's own heart to pound with joy and anticipation. The Wendigo excels in stealth, and it is said that the Wendigo moves on the wind and breezes in utter silence. It can fill the air with an eerie, haunting siren by forcing the air through the blood-flecked lips. When the freezing wind rises, it is said that the Wendigo's howl can be distinguished from the moan of the wind, letting people nearby know that a monster lurks in the midst. For its prey, these warnings occur far too late to make any difference. The Wendigo is able to mimic and imitate human voices to lure unsuspecting victims which are most often cries for help. The beast's roar is utterly terrifying, and the fear it inspires cuts to the bone. Among the Wendigo's host of supernatural abilities, the Wendigo fever is perhaps the most feared. It is a terrible curse, overtaking the mind and body of the unfortunate victim. The first symptom of the curse is a strange scent, detectable only to the intended victim. After absorbing this disturbing odor, the victim experiences a long night of weeping and horrifying nightmares. Upon awakening, The victim experiences a burning pain in the legs and feet, which becomes so intense that the victim runs into the forest, shrieking like a maniac, and discarding clothing and shoes all the while. Most of the curse's victims never return, although those who do return are irrevocably insane from their experiences of the curse and the Wendigo itself. It is thought that most of the curse's victims are devoured by the Wendigo. As the Wendigo grows older, its powers over nature increase exponentially. The beast becomes a shaman, extremely adept in the dark arts. With this power, the Wendigo can manipulate the weather, creating storms of terrifying strength and the beast can summon the midnight darkness hours before sunset. The Wendigo may summon dangerous beasts from the deepest, darkest reaches of the forest and command them to attack its enemies, traverse enormous distances in the blink of an eye, and heal any wounds instantaneously. Wendigos possess an incredible memory, especially under a yellow sun. This ability is amplified hundreds of times beyond those of human beings. They can receive or process large amounts of information and data at once, reading words and pictures at a fast pace. They do have a photographic memory with total recall, which possess the ability to super read in seconds and can retain large amounts of information flawlessly. Wendigos gain the ability to learn, speak, and understand any language they come in contact with. Wendigos can see all of the EM spectrum. They can see and identify radio and television, as well as all other transmissions or transmitted frequencies. With this ability, they can avoid detection by radar or satellite monitoring methods. This also allows him or her to see the auras generated by living beings. This allows Wendigos to fire two thick laser-like beams of intensified heat in the form of heat irradiated space or fiery-like beams at a target by looking at it with the conscious act of activating this power or by triggering it with certain emotion, willpower or thought, such things being intense frustration or anger or the will to act or fight. Wendigos are able to generate these from both eyes while the energy itself originates from the nerves behind the eyes, causing the soft tissue near the eye to glow bright orange with the nerves generating great amounts of heat energy. It also seems to distort pressure around the eye as the tissue around the eye has veins that turn black and protrude from the face. Their heat vision is strong enough to quickly melt steel, titanium, and other metals. Wendigos can mentally break down objects and organisms, allowing them to see through the object or a person. As such, Wendigos can see through anything. Wendigos have the ability to see people or objects meters away. This power does not break the laws of physics. That is, they can see something that happens far away as it happens. This ability operates independently of normal vision and can be activated or deactivated by an act of will. Wendigos are impossible to kill. There are a few possibilities to defeat a Wendigo during the day, but it is impossible to defeat them at night since it is their favourite period to hunt. Despite the beast's immeasurable amount of power, there are ways to protect oneself from the Wendigo. The only known way to kill a Wendigo is to burn them to death. If one is hunting this creature, a fire must be kept burning at all times. This will deter the Wendigo from attacking, but only for so long. If burned, the wounds will quickly heal and will only make the beast angry. Any means of mystical protection should be employed. Amulets, protective spells, fetishes and charms, as these things hold power over the Wendigo. Special Anastasi symbols drawn in protective circles will keep a Wendigo away. Headphones or earplugs must be used to block out the beast's maddening shrieks. So now we know what a Wendigo is, its capabilities and how to kill it, if that's even possible. Now let's take a look into where the stories come from, and whether this creature has true credibility in our world. The Wendigo is part of the traditional belief system of a number of Aligonquin-speaking people, including the most common, the Cree. Although descriptions can vary somewhat, they say the Wendigo is agreed to be a malevolent, cannibalistic, supernatural being. They were strongly associated with winter, the north, coldness, famine and starvation. One description of a Wendigo goes as follows. While we know what the Wendigo looks like, gaunt with its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones which push out against its skin its complexion the ash gray of death and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets the wendigo looks like a gaunt skeleton recently unearthed from the grave lips tattered and bloody and a strange and eerie odor of decay emanates from its body truly a monster of decomposition death and corruption in some accounts of lore Wendigos are often described as giants that are many times larger than human beings, a characteristic absent from myths in other Algonquian cultures. Whenever a Wendigo ate another person, it would grow in proportion to the meal it had just eaten. The Wendigo is seen as the embodiment of gluttony, greed and excess. Never satisfied after killing and consuming one person, they are constantly searching for new victims. A wendigo need not lose the human's powers of cognition or speech, and in some depictions may clearly communicate with its prospective victims, or even threaten or taunt them. A specimen of the folk story collected in the early 20th century reads as follows. One time long ago, a big wendigo stole an Indian boy, but the boy was too thin, so the wendigo didn't eat him up right away. But he travelled with the Indian boy waiting for him till he'd got fat. The wendigo had a knife and he cut the boy on the hand to see if he was fat enough to eat, but the boy didn't get fat. They travelled so much. One day they came to an Indian village and the wendigo sent the boy into the village to get some things for him to eat. He only gave the boy so much time to go there and back. The boy told the Indians that the wendigo was near them and showed them his hand where the wendigo had cut him to see if he was fat enough to eat. They heard the wendigo calling the boy. He said to the boy, hurry up, don't tell lies to those Indians. All of these Indians went to where the wendigo was and cut off his legs. They went back again to see if he was dead. He wasn't dead. He was eating the juice marrow from the inside of the bones of his own legs that were cut off. The Indians asked the wendigo if there was any fat on them. He said, you bet there is. The Indians then killed him and cut him to pieces. That was the end of this giant wendigo. In some traditions, humans overpowered by grief could turn into wendigos, the myth thus served as a method of encouraging cooperation and moderation. Other sources say wendigos were created when a human resorted to cannibalism to survive. Humans could also turn into wendigos by being in contact with them for too long. In historical accounts, there have been diagnosed Wendigo psychosis. It has been reported that humans become possessed by the Wendigo spirit after being in a situation of needing food and having no other choice besides cannibalism. Although in many recorded cases of Wendigo psychosis, the individual has been killed to prevent cannibalism from resulting. However, some Cree folklore recommends treatments by ingestion of fatty animal meats or drinking animal grease. Those treated may sometimes vomit ice as part of the curing process. One of the more famous cases of wendigo psychosis reported involved a Plains Cree trapper from Alberta named Swift Runner. During the winter of 1878, Swift Runner and his family were starving and his eldest son died. Twenty-five miles away from emergency food supplies at a Hudson's Bay company post, Swift Runner butchered and ate his wife and five remaining children. Given that he resorted to cannibalism so near to food supplies and that he killed and consumed the remains of all those present, it was revealed that Swift Runner was not a case of pure cannibalism as a last resort to avoid starvation, but rather of a man with Wendigo psychosis. He eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. Another well-known case involving Wendigo psychosis was that of Jack Fidler, an O.G. Creed chief and medicine man known for his powers at defeating Wendigos. In some cases, this entailed killing people with Wendigo psychosis. As a result, in 1907, Fidler and his brother Joseph were arrested by the Canadian authorities for homicide. Jack committed suicide but Joseph was tried and sentenced to life in prison. He ultimately was granted a pardon, but died three days later in jail before receiving the news of this pardon. Fascination with Wendigo psychosis among Western psychologists and anthropologists led to a hotly debated controversy in the 1980s over the history of this phenomenon. Some researchers argued that essentially Wendigo psychosis was a fabrication, the result of naive anthropologists taking stories related to them at face value without observation. Others have pointed to a number of credible eyewitness accounts as evidence that Wendigo psychosis was a factual historical phenomenon. The frequency of Wendigo psychosis cases decreased sharply in the 20th century as people came into greater and greater contact with European ideologies and more sedentary, less rural lifestyles. Some Native Americans also understand the Wendigo conceptually. As a concept, Wendigo can apply to situations other than some Native American-European relations. It can serve as a metaphor explaining any pattern of domination by which groups subjugate and dominate or violently destroy and displace. The ideas explain that Wendigos are an expression of a dark aspect of human nature, the drive toward greed, consumption, and disregard for other life in the pursuit of self-aggrandizement. The Wendigo symbolically represents three major concepts. It is the incarnation of winter, the embodiment of hunger, and the personification of selfishness. Without listing them all, there are many stories that invoke the Wendigo spirit, Supernatural used the Wendigo myth as early as season one, but many other books, films, and TV shows have been inspired by the Wendigo, which in turn inspired the character in Stephen King's novel Pet Sematary, an ugly grinning creature with yellow-gray eyes, ears replaced by ram's horns, white vapour coming from its nostrils, and a pointed decaying yellow tongue. These works set the temperature for later portrayals in popular culture, at times even replacing the Native American law. So whether you believe in Wendigos or not, what's interesting to note is how many real-life cannibalism stories there are in our modern world right now. Recently, I was listening to another podcast about an Australian murderer and the first woman in the country's history to be sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. She was convicted for the murder of her partner, John Charles Thomas Price, in February 2000, and is currently imprisoned at the Silverwater Women's Correctional Centre in New South Wales. Knight stabbed Price to death, skinned him, and then put his skin on a meat hook. She then cooked his head and parts of his body with the intention of feeding them to Price's children, but was stopped by police. You can read more about this in the show notes and how she originally pleaded not guilty, saying she remembered nothing. But could this case indeed have been the onset of Wendigo psychosis? Because regardless of whether they have Wendigo psychosis, cannibalism is high on the list of things that actually make my skin crawl. You know what to do, that five-star review. Or you can swing by YouTube to comment and like. Now, if you want to get more personal and scare me with your tales of horrors, take a ride on the wild side and share them on my subreddit, True Horror Podcast. Until next time, remember that sometimes things you see in the shadows are more than just shadows.